Are you ready? I'm fucking ready. All right, well, introduce what we're doing here today, huh? So uh, today, up for grabs, up for your ears, we have Trapped in Paradise, a classic Christmas movie that not many people seem to enjoy, but I definitely do. <laughs> I feel like in order to be considered a classic, it needs to be something that many people enjoy. <laughs> I think people yeah. just don't know about it. Well... So when I said last night, like, I'm surprised I never heard of this, it's not because I necessarily enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed parts of this movie, but we'll get into that. <laughs> Cage more of just as a meme than actual than an actual actor, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, which is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. It's unfortunate. He's a real actor guy. He's a good actor guy. He's had a few spotty roles, but you know, who hasn't? It's kind of just his thing, though. He's one of those, like, says yes to everything, it seems like. Yeah. And then some he are good, played, some are bad. Multiple roles, man. Some are just okay. Yeah. Some are just okay. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what it is with this one. <laughs> uh, Joey, you chose it. You've watched so, it you know, a couple times. I've watched it quite a few times. It's a, uh, you know, a, a good old story about two, two brother, two and a third brother. Two and a that, third. Um, <laughs> well, you know, because like Dana Carvey and like John Lovitz, they're pretty much like on the same page throughout most of the movie. Yes. And then you got Nicolas Cage, who's like trying to keep them in check. Yeah. So it's like, it's like two and a third brothers. He's kind of got his bad side that he's creeping back into. He wants to get away from it. Yeah, basically. He's like the Tony Blundetto of the fucking Sopranos, dude. He's like this Chevy. <laughs> he's just trying to be a good guy. <laughs> just when I get out, they bring me back in. It's just like uh, in the beginning of the movie where he's like, where he finds that wall on the ground and after <laughs> he goes, he confesses to, uh, to the priest in church and like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I found eight hundred bucks in it. I was gonna keep it, but I didn't. And it's just foreshadowing in the movie, like, oh, some yeah. shit's gonna be going down that he doesn't want to be doing. He said he had to. He, he called it out. He's like, he I thought think he thought over. Me. Yeah, he thought over his recent transgression and uh, yeah. did transgression fit into that crossword. It's, it's, I think it did. It's thirteen letters. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Ah, there you go, Lou. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Lou has never seen this movie until now, I think. Yeah, that that is uh, that's correct. And the floor is yours, Lou. So almost. What do you say, think of it, man? All so what I'm going to say about this, it's like Joey I, is on pins and needles waiting. No, I am. <laughs> so I, I think I think, like I said at the at the top of this, I think in order for this to be con considered a classic, it needs to be good. And like this movie, this movie was this movie was had it had a lot of fun parts. I enjoyed the sunglasses selection that Nicolas Cage chose to rob That's a bank. The specific oh, race, those so orange, those orange fucking like That's what he goes for. Whatever. I really That's what he points out. I really liked. <laughs> I liked. I liked some parts of this movie. My my biggest gripe about this. There's two things. My biggest gripe was just the the, the amount of time this movie took to get through. It's two hours. You're fucking yeah. kidding me. Uh, 
You're fucking uh, kidding me with this shit. It's all. It's almost two hours. Okay, one hour and fifty-one minutes. <laughs> like, that's all insane. Right, but but also there's like credits in the beginning and the end, so that's like another four minutes. You can get rid of that. It's a big four like, minutes. It's like two forty-five. Look, so, no, look, I don't no, fast like forward through. I don't fast forward through nothing. It was a yeah, two-hour movie. It was a two-hour movie. So. So that was my first thing. And the second thing is like I, I came to this to, to the stunning realization that like I like Dana Carvey in certain roles. And <laughs> I, I and I did not and I did not Aww. like him in this movie at all. As soon as he opened his fucking mouth and took that jawbreaker out, I was like, Nope, this ain't it, Chief. Cause like I knew it, dude. Because I have like a Sandler movie with Lou is very specific. And the thing is it sucks because like I don't have anything against Dana Carvey, like outside of this. <laughs> it seems like like I've seen his like dude master disguise. I'll sit I'll still sit down and watch that shit and get Lou. a kick out of it. Lewis, do you know what my my age old uh, review for this movie is? Is it similar to fucking Roger Ebert's? No, it is probably not. My age old review is when I recommend this movie for people. Uh, this this is for um, colon people who like when Dana Carvey does a very specific bit for the entire length of a film. Okay. Which that, that's yeah. that's actually a very that, good. If you if you like him, if you like him doing that, you probably loved this movie. Enter Joey Craig, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, and and that is applause? and that is why we are here at Indecisive Opinions because you got your polar opposites right here with these string players. And uh, <laughs> but like, did you like remotely enjoy? like parts of it at least. Oh Lou, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cause that's how I was when I was younger. And I saw this, like, I, I thought a lot of what I like now was just weird when I was younger. Cause I, cause I, cause I wasn't getting what I guys, uh, you know, from SNL mm -hmm. or just out of SNL doing like a thing with Nicolas Cage, just a very specific yet not character actor guy. And, oh, for uh, sure. yeah, it was for sure weird, but I also felt like, hey, you know, I was like 10 years old. It's on HBO. I have no idea what the fuck I'm watching. This is quirky, I guess. No, I definitely, <laughs> and, uh, I definitely changed, liked, changed I liked later parts. on. I, I liked, I liked parts. There were like, for example, it's like, I really, I liked watching, I liked watching John Lovitz essentially attempt to entertain an entire bank well, Nicholas Cage is <laughs> yeah. fetching like the fucking president routine of the bank. Whatever. Yeah, just like I that to me, like I like I that type of stuff. It's not it's not dragging for you at that point either, probably. No. That's, uh, no. That's I, where it's still good in forming. Correct. It it was still there were still legs to it. I think once we got to the once it, once it got really like not even sloggy, but like it just seemed to take a little bit more time to tell the story. I think it was well beyond that point. Um, but no, to, to answer your question, like there were definitely parts of this movie that I, I thought were hilarious. Um, and just in general, and I want to say this too, and I do mean this, I think Nicolas Cage throughout the entire movie was great. Um, I, I always get a kick out of him no matter what era. And I think this is of that really just Nicolas Cage is fucking zany. Like that is this yeah. era of, of his work, it's 90s, early 90s body age. of work. So like I would, uh, I would right put before this before he won an Oscar. Sure. Year I mean, before this falls in line with Two face years. off. This falls in line with kind of, again, yeah. his earlier it's stuff. It's, 
it's creepy and weird and his mannerisms are strange, but I love watching him on on screen, so that was rewarding. <laughs> yeah. Same are here, the, dude. His random outbursts. Yes. He is so frustrated. He's yeah, so frustrated. Like, the whole movie. like right off the bat, but it uh I don't know, it it gave me a very like uh like matchstick men yes. kind of vibe where he's not completely like off the rails, but uh but he's all he's just those brothers, you know, they're very like specific. They break down the two brothers when they're, uh, you know, uh, get, getting up for parole or whatever. Just like Lou said, when he started to hate Dana Carvey, the second that he appeared. No, the second hey, the job, hey, the second the fucking jawbreaker came out of his goddamn hey, what's mouth. what's going on? I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to keep my mouth in, like this for the entire movie. But, you know, that's not how my mouth really looks. Yeah. Ugh. And my voice too. It's very specific. Was it like a New York thing though? You know, because Nicholas Cage is great, obviously, but sometimes when he when he drops his eyes, I was just yeah. like, it just you know every five minutes, Nick, whenever because it was so random when he would choose to do it. But I thought it was mm-hmm. funny because I was like, it's like New York, but not really. Is it long? Like is this supposed to be Long he, Island? I don't think it's so. gotta be. It's gotta be Long Island. I don't think long so. Long Island. Dude, there's like seven fucking accents in all the boroughs, though. Yeah, that's true. Everything. Yeah. Guyland, Long. You got to talk more round, ra- like more round. Like, you know, Doug Brock. Allen. Guys, listen to the Victory of the Podcast, Entourage. <laughs> Did it. All right. <laughs> there it is. Well, that, that the guy is from Long Island, though. So if you listen to him talk, he's like a Jewish dude from Long Island who created Entourage. And he specifically, <laughs> very specifically sounds not like what Nick Cage sounds like in this. But, uh. I thought I thought it was nice. It was it's better to do it in bits there probably than to do it the entire time as the character with Dana Carvey, which is a uh, I don't know. Also, just Nick Cage is on another level than like everyone else in this movie. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of just like leading man, movie star guy. You think they uh think they put out like a fucking. I don't know. They were looking for somebody else for like the lead actor. You think it was just like, a, yeah, we got this whole movie uh, prepared, but then we got Eric Stoltz as the main character and just something wasn't working with Eric Stoltz. Mm-hmm. So then Nick Cage came in there. You know, the, and he stole the show. Yo, he, de- he, de- yeah. he definitely did. And not yeah. to like, it's what, it's what keeps me in the movie is him. He, he's the anchor. Well, yeah. Yeah, not and, this episode the, is not brought to you by and, Anchor. Um, but anyway, no, it is not. I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> yeah, that 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 and the town's uh, relentless charm, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. Because that could that yeah. could, I, I feel like that's what could miss. Like besides the silly antics and all the bullshit with like the three brothers and whatever, I feel like just the town being the nicest, most like thoughtful. Like courteous, forgiving, like Christmas-like angels to ever exist was just. I bet somebody who's somewhat more curmudgeon than we are just watches this movie, and every time that happens, it's like, ah, come on, it's a bunch of bullshit. No one's gonna give them that money for a bus ticket. You going on a bus recently? It's fucking expensive. Yeah. And just you know, I don't know. I I thought that 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 got it for me too. Besides a. Nick Cage holding down the fort, leading the squad. It definitely captured that like small rural like t- like it reminded me a lot of like where I grew up. Like yeah, I mean know. Pennsylvania's the fucking bordering state for New York, mm-hmm. and uh, 
you know, we 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 can all understand the small town type of shit in this. Oh, yeah. Everyone's involved in everything. Yeah, Joey's like, hey, that's me, guy. <laughs> town of a thousand people here. Thousand. Ooh. You can count it on your hand. A thousand. Yeah, basically. I just really How many like insults you have on your hand. It's a it's <laughs> ten. It's yeah. a it's a it's a big turn a big turn when they first uh, hop into town, and or, or you know whatever they're dri- they're driving in and uh, Nick Cage, is, you know simultaneously let's try staying as inconspicuous as possible. They almost drive into the horse with Paul Lazar on it, and it was just like oh yeah. oh I get it like antics are gonna ensue you know like mm-hmm. everyone's involved right off the bat. It's the setup of like that this town is just like, I don't know, you're going to know everyone, a Groundhog's Day kind of town, mm-hmm. you know? Even though <laughs> this is so. only 24 hours. I love a good 24-hour movie too, though, you know? Part of the theme, this all happens on Christmas Eve and or dissects the true meaning of Christmas for our Indecisive Opinions Christmas episodes that we're doing this month. I think those fit. I would agree. Or else Joey wouldn't have picked it. Yeah. I would ja. agree. I would agree. Ja. Ja, thanks, dude. Thanks, guy. Ja. So um yeah, I uh classic. <laughs> I'll call it a classic. Yeah, I, I like how it's kinda it's, it's kinda got a bunch of it's got a bunch of midnight run type of shit in it where there's like five different groups of people like kind of looking for someone, you know. And John mm-hmm. Ashton is another one of those people, just like how he was in Midnight Run. It's very just, I don't know, a, a little whatever you want to call it, just like an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> it's, got a, it's got a bunch of characters. This would be fun to do a Muppet casting with. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like John Ashton is like, it's like Sam the Eagle for sure. But we have to find those men. Worst Sam the Eagle impression ever. But, uh, Something like that. I got you. That's what that's what I'm getting for. <laughs> Your turn. Joey, when did you uh when did you happen to uh come upon this film just out of sheer morbid curiosity? Dude, it's just uh it's just been one of those Christmas movies that's always been put on around Christmas time, along with like Christmas vacation, you know, Christmas store, all those fucking movies. It's just one of those ones. I've seen it like ever since I was a kid and I've, I just always liked it. Cause I've always liked, uh, John Lovitz and I've loved, I've, and fucking Nicholas Cage. I've just loved the whole cast, you know, the whole cast, the whole there's cast. a lot of there's characters, been a lot of good stuff. They've been, a lot been of a, characters. everybody. Yeah. There's been a lot of good movies that all these people have been in. Yeah. Just, a lot of those older folks in the town are like, Hey, that's the person from that. Yeah. Another exactly. movie, you know? Even John Ashton, you guys are probably just like, yeah, it's the guy from Beverly Hills Cop, you know? These guys have been in everything. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people yeah. in it. Good on good, a, good little ensemble shindig. It was it was it's always interesting when I feel like you get these movies because I think what most impressed me at, at the first glance, just alone, was the cast. Not to like be, yeah. you know, not to like go back down in that rabbit hole about that, but like, you know, the the cast itself, just from like the the big hit, the heavy hitters at the time, it's like, 
I mean, Christ, it's like Dana. I mean, I feel like who I don't know who the top bill was. I'm sure it was Nick Cage. But like if you look, it's like Dana Carvey wasn't a slouch. John Lovitz wasn't a slouch at that point in time either. So it's like, yeah, everybody, everybody in the movie has been in something. They were hot off of SNL. Yeah, everybody was popular at some point. Yep. Yeah. My my girl from Twin Peaks was in there. She was making her appearance. So exactly. Like, you know, yep. She's the she's the love interest. She is if the we love have interest. to have a love interest. That's I liked that's her better her. with her crimped blonde hair in Twin Peaks. I'm not gonna lie. Dude, I, Shelly, was, uh, I, I was kinda I was kinda down with this 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 uh, dark haired, you know, dark lips type type thing she had going on. I, I was yeah. into it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Just saying. Pretty good. Pretty hot. <laughs> Lou likes blondes, guys. Whoa! No, I, you know it's it's one of those things. It's like having having <laughs> seen her through so many hours of fucking Twin Peaks, and then like seeing her in this, yeah. it was just yeah. like it, that's it's just like whoa. Dude, that was another one. When she, when she pops up, you're like, is that is that the chick from Twin Peaks? Not Laura Palmer, but no. one of the other chicks. No, from she Twin was the Peaks. other waitress, Shelly. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. One of the other people from Twin Peaks. That's what people say every time they see Kyle MacLachlan in something, dude. Okay? Nice. They don't say that's Claw from Inspector Gadget, all right? Nice. They don't say that's Rayman Rayman Sarek. Special Agent Dale Cooper is what they're looking for every time. 10 out of 10. All right? Sorry, Blue Velvet, but close enough. Anywho, same thing with this. There's just people, hey, that's that person from that thing, and... uh well, Jerry or Gary from the thing. Yeah. Yep. He's like the he's, he's the bank nice president. Old, nice old Mr. Anderson, the bank guy. Something <laughs> like oh man. And 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 that, that little lady from Groundhog's Day. Which I was is trying to pick, I said Groundhog's Day I was trying earlier. To pick out what else she was in, the the wife of the bank president. I've seen her in a couple other things she's, too. She's I think she's the lady who runs the hotel in Groundhog's Day. The doc from Boondock Saints is the father, the priest. Oh no shit. Yeah, yeah when they enter this town, yeah, it was that oh come You're on. Right. It was only a few years later. He looked exactly the same. He just wasn't stuttering and shit. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> Irish. I mean that's true. <laughs> when the when they're in the hospital, like the nuns are like saying a prayer for him when he his Tourette's are going off. Poor guy. Boondock <laughs> Saints, great, great movie though, great movie. And uh, also the the guy that yells at Tommy in Tommy Boy, he's the 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 chief. I'm not calling one of you chief. He's yeah. like the town chief yep. guy. Yep. Yeah. He's a, he's an, he's another Tommy actor Boy. that's been in a shitload <laughs> of movies too. Yeah. Exactly. But but I feel like it's always one of those, like, he's a moderately small supporting role. You know what I'm saying? Usually. usually. Correct. And uh, which can also lead me into Paul Lazar, who was the deputy, his son, mm-hmm. or the character's son, you know? Same thing, dude from fucking Silence of the Lambs, where you're just like, oh, shit, he's one of, like, the agents or whatever. Not, no Scott Glenn Anthony Hopkins sized role or nothing like that, but uh, is in Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. It's a big yeah. movie, big thing, guys. It's a big thing to be a part of, you know. I would agree. Maybe bigger than Trapped in Paradise. That's all I'm saying, because uh, a lot of these other people are in it. Dude, huge movies, huge movies. The Thing, mm-hmm. The Thing, for for Mr. Anderson. That's like that guy couldn't have looked any different. And even if he did, I still instantly would have been like it's the dude from The Thing. 
Oh, he just, looks identical. You know? He looks identical. You no, know, that's what I mean. He does. He looks identical. It's 10 years later. The movie, the movies are over 10 years apart. Who knows yeah. when they were shot? I mean, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Lou knows this 1982 and uh Trapped in Paradise was in nineteen ninety-four, guys. That's crazy. Holy he does crap. look he does look exactly the same. Yeah. Well, he has one of those. I feel like he has. You know what it is? It's his ears, his nose, and his hair. It's oh yeah, it's identical, it, dude. It's yeah. <laughs> you know what else it is? All the other things you didn't just say. No, for some reason, I don't know what it is about like the the way in which either, his eyebrows, his 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 pupils, it's and him, his teeth. It's it's him. It's his wife, or it's like the makeup department. That's like. We are doing makeup. what we have to do with your hair, and it's always like plastered <laughs> on the top of his like dome. It looks so strange, but he you, has it though. He does. He it's does. Real hair. I mean, <laughs> but it looks like I don't know. It looks like it shouldn't be real. Like it, it it's it's almost like too right. fine, <laughs> and they like use like fucking I don't know like glue to put it on the top of his head. I challenge you to look up photos from him oh, from the dude, thing yeah. and from We're this movie. <laughs> it, it's like it's weird. It, you, his hair just freaks me out a little bit. And his nose is a little too round on the end. Like you know those bulbous noses. I don't know what it is. He just looks the same. Well do I know about those bulbous noses? Yeah what like do it you mean? like it's not pointy. It's like a ball. It's like it's almost like dude, what a clown nose Europe- would be. That's European, my good sir. No, that's like Santa Claus. That's not real. <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa Claus has like a bulbous Dude, nose. The North Pole could be somewhere in Europe. All right, you don't know. It could be up where Joey's from. You don't know that. This is. You very, don't know. This is very true. Is it real? <laughs> is it real? Is it real? That's our sound bit portion of the episode, guys. I like it. <laughs> When we had a soundboard, uh, we got to get one of those. I don't. I, I know be that funny. we'd be That'd able be to funny. incorporate it. Everyone listening, if if you're really like dead on with that idea for some reason, and you'll only listen to more episodes with it, just you know, get at us. We'll do it. Maybe we'll do it for you. We'll do for it, you. but we'll underwhelm you for sure, no matter what. Oh, 100 percent. Be prepared for the underwhelming. Yep. Sensation. Yeah, get that April March here a bit. <laughs> that is a good one. That is a good one. There's a lot of bits from this. I just want to get like, hey, scallions. <laughs> they got scallions. So, do you know what yeah. that is that they're eating, by the way? Yeah, it's Scrabble. Yeah, but it's do you Scrabble. know what that's made of? Like, what that is? Yeah, the guy's telling. The guy's tells them. It's essentially shit off the grill. Yeah. It's all yeah. the shit mixed together off the grill, which is utterly disgusting. Yeah, it's no. Delicious. No, it isn't. Is it no, though? It is. It's it's not. That's why it's I've funny. I've had it. I've had it a few times. It's delicious. That's why this guy from New York really wants some. Yeah. Where, yeah. where have you had it, Joey? My parents have made it. You can, it's not. It's not necessarily just shit that's scraped off the grill. It's just like. So here's the thing. Here's what. Here's what I challenge. Like, here's why I challenge you on this. So the way I the way I heard the story is that it is a Pennsylvania thing, and it's a specific part of Pennsylvania. And that's essentially what it is. It's dirt cheap if you go to a diner because it's literally the scrapings from the fucking grill. 
Hot take, hot take, hot take. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I heard I heard this from a touring like, from like a touring it, musician just, who like told me about Scrapple. He's like, that's what we were eating because pork, it was mad cheap. It pork that sounds oh, that's that's that hard, sounds man. disgusting, but it sounds like man. I would eat it too. Well, I mean it. I, it the, I, I'm, I'm imagining pork scraps as a type of shit like potted meat or whatever. No, it's scraps. It's like it's the shit that that they got left on the yeah. grill after you take bacon off. All right, we might be on the road in a car on the way to a gig now because Lou and Joey are going at it about food, and it's just <laughs> no one talked about hot dogs. I don't know how it started. Some no, we're scrapple. we're talking about other pork-based <laughs> products, uh, which appears to be scrapple. Exactly. It's <laughs> it always comes back to it. Now we have to talk about less than Jake if we really are on the way to a gig. But yes. Oh, they're so good. Why are they so good? How do they write their songs? Yeah. What the true. fuck? I mean, for real. But uh, that Lou, that's that's interesting. I didn't. I, for a second, I was gonna be like, and you looked this up on. What website? No, I was talking to Jimmy Vapid from the Vapids. The first time I interviewed him, he told me about Scrapple, and it was uh, it it it's was it grossed me out, but it was also intriguing. But specifically Pennsylvania, that's why I went. Is it like us it. with our yeah, Melba sauce? Just try it. Yes, it like yes. us because some lady totally complained at Paisans the other day because she didn't get extra Melba, Melba raspberries Scrapple. with her mozzarella sticks. Good, yeah, for sure. Good for her. Yeah, I didn't have to go bring it to her, so I just thought it was funny, and I get to mention it on this platform. <laughs> Sponsored by Paisas! Woo! Mike's place guy. of employment. <laughs> we did. Hey, if I eat their pizza, that counts. That does. That does. Yeah. Not too crazy. <laughs> not too crazy on the uh, anapasto. I'm just gonna put that out there. I had that first All experience. All right, guys. You know, no, dude. I, I, I was. I was. I haven't room, eaten that. Now we lost our endorsement. Thanks. You Luke. just. We instantly mentioned the good and then the bad. Thanks. No, look, look, because if if because we all know how much that we we've we, lost our endorsement. Absolutely not. If anything, it's 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 constructive criticism, and it should be taken uh, with a grain of salt because we are the consumers, and we wholeheartedly. Also, because have, this is the specific uh, branch that Lou went to, not the one that I work at. That is correct. That's correct. They can have different chefs. Oh, I'm sure that they do. It was just, it was exactly. a bummer. It was a bummer because their track record is so good. It's so good. Well, dude, yeah. They have a lot of things. A lot of things. I don't know what else you're getting from there. Are you, do you try any of the subs? You go beyond pizza and wings and antipastas? No, I I stick exclusively uh, with that. I, I'm sure I can get into the uh, the sub realm, though. That I would be interested in. the subs, in. Mike? You got to go. Yeah, dude, they're good, at least for mine. Because they're different than uh, than the one than another store that I just bought it at, and uh, it also might be free for me or whatever. But you know, it doesn't mean it just tastes better. All right, it's still good, even if I paid for it. Mm-hmm. Be good. Also, I don't know. You probably you want like an Italian mix, yeah, or something. Yeah. What's the sub? Yeah, I haven't gotten one of those yet. I got a turkey and cheddar. <laughs> oh man, it's keeping it, keeping it, it real. I gotta get that hey, you know, when you know what's good, you you eat it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. They got they got scallions. You know. They, they do have scallions. Scallions. We got giblet gravy. I'll take some more of that. I just <laughs> dumped all of the gravy all over his food. I just think like his. Yeah, nobody his... else wanted gravy. Thanks, Alvin. I think I thought his, yeah, he literally just take the entire thing and like dumps it upside down and pats it 
with his hand yeah. and everything. It's super just like over it's over the top. It's like the Jim Carrey overacting type thing. That's mm-hmm. what it seems like with Dana Carvey is like he's overacting this bit. Yeah. And maybe maybe that is what didn't work with some people. <laughs> but like I enjoy the character arc of like him, you know, he's the kind of like, I don't know, more gullible, dumb, just yeah. like just like dumb. Oh, the yeah. dumb sweetheart kind of brother <laughs> kleptomaniac yeah he, yeah he is but that means like like the lying makes you like a worse person it seems like like john lovitz always lying is what makes him like the worst mm-hmm. of the brothers <laughs> i would very much agree with that he, and like dana carvey i don't know if it's just his face or something if there's a church lady that i'm always seeing behind him if I know that he's just a drummer deep down, I don't know. But there's that charm of where when he like gives the wallet back and, you know, tells fucking Nick Cage about everything. I was like, oh, the, the town got to him. He's a he's he's a he's dumb. A he's, he's a, a dumb kleptomaniac. Dumb sweetheart. He's, he's still a kleptomaniac, but he's not like really hurting people. You know, he's no. stealing all the pens. The lady comes up to him and is like, can we have those pens back? And he's just like, Oh, but you know, okay. I, I, just, eh, well, eh, yeah. He's not really doing anything. It's just like, yeah, hey, you got me, but maybe also you didn't. You know, whatever. I don't know. The who me kind of look thing, like lying, writing that letter. You know, way more, of, yeah. way more of an asshole. Oh, Very yeah. good, John. John Lovitz now. role. Very good, John Lovitz role. <laughs> yes. Which is why I feel like I feel like that role. That's so why. Perfect. I feel like that's why those roles were kind of catered to these two SNL guys. And I wonder if there was like another big name besides Nick Cage, like that was, you know, thought of to play that character and just wasn't around or something like that. Just one of those questions I, I love to pose here when I'm always thinking about the movie universe, you know, yeah. it's 94 yeah. dude. It could have been like Jim Carrey or fucking Bill Pullman. That's true. Imagine Bill Pullman. It would have been totally different. There would have been no outbursts. I nope. think I've seen Bill, Bill Pullman has screamed a couple times, maybe, but it's rare, dude. It's rare. You're not pulling that man out. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know. I like I like I like the characters, but it's stupid. I can kind of go both ways on where what Lou and Joey said. Joey's got the yeah. the whole. I saw this when I was younger, and it, and it resonates because I have ten people in my town, and I got a consistent bona for Nick Cage and John Lovitz and Dana Carvey, and 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 Lou's got like a half. He's got a half mast kind of kind of Woody going for the situation and all the characters and likes the actors and plot and such in other things. It's it's one of those that it's like I've seen this before though. They're not presenting too many new things. It was just it's the charm of it and me seeing it more and more that has probably made me like it more. Like I remember yeah. when Joey brought it up last year or something, I just I knew instantly that I was like I I bet you love this movie. He's just like, "Dude, I fucking love that movie." I was like, "Of course. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. This is a Joey movie." <laughs> I'm, not I'm, a little, <laughs> I'm a little more in between on on that but i do i do i do like it i do uh i do fall for the charm of the town and mm. uh and all the the midnight run type antics of all the people running around looking for these guys you mm. know 
just uh just little plot devices like that that like i'm a sucker for the uh yeah those type of things that just tractor beam every time but and you know then there's also the whole like uh not getting hypothermia from being in a river in pennsylvania in the middle of winter where you're like this this is the most unrealistic thing that has ever happened how was was dana carvey's clothes not wet when he was inside (laughs) Hey man, it's movie fire, magic. Dude. It's movie magic. The fire. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. Yeah, he, movie magic. He, he dried off that fast. Dude, movie magic. <laughs> that fire was hot. Oh, it must have been. It must have been ripping. I felt it. No, but uh <laughs> Yeah, there's just there's just a lot of little things that I feel like come together. Like, I don't know. I think it's what the bank heist always sticks out to me. And I know like a few episodes ago we had like a silly bank heist with 30 minutes or less. But this one's like in a totally different, completely less violent uh, kind of way, yes. essentially, on how the three guys are not going to hurt them. He's not no, going to shoot you in the mother. No matter face. no matter what. But they're also like begrudgingly kind or like seemingly like almost like two faced at first because of how nice they are. When you're just like, mm-hmm. this guy's a fucking asshole. There's no way he's that nice. The very like Jonah Hill and this is the end. You know, no one's that nice. He's a fucking asshole. It seems like that <laughs> at first. And then they like give them and then they like give them the presence where it's like their clothes, you know, for the yeah. for, for the guy, for for Gary. And, and then the fucking lady gives him money for the fucking bus ticket. And then all at the end, the whole town fucking just lies for them. Like, oh, yeah, we saw them shopping. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yay. They knew the whole time. Dude, uh, yeah, that charm, that charm gets me at the end of the day. I'm sorry, they're just relentless. They're relentless. You know, that's how I want to imagine a small town could be where I might have grown up from and have a convict relative or something. (laughs) Keeps bragging about how shitty the fucking bank is, (laughs) and people can just rob it. That is ridiculous. There's not even any cameras. No, it wasn't hooked up. It wasn't even it plugged wasn't in. Up. It wasn't even plugged I in. S- I love to- the setup the, of like John Lovitz just lying completely though to bring, you know, yeah. to to make all that shit happen. How like they're in the bank and Nick Cage feels like he's putting it together, or you know, his character Bill feels like yeah. he's putting the pieces together when he first gets there, but John Lovitz is just kind of like, yeah, he's already had the all planned out. He's like ten steps ahead. It's like whistling, like eyes rolling around in the corner, like pretending like he's inconspicuous, you know, but he already knows everything and is being a dick about it. Yeah. He's perfect. He's perfect for that role. It's a funny setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just some of those things. Can't hit on all cylinders for Lou. It's too goofy. It's too silly. It's for sure. It goes down the silly movie magic route dozens of times. Yeah, yeah, I I like I said it's like I I really I did enjoy um just John Lovitz in general depending on what it is most of the time oh. I'm I'm on board with it. I I can't yeah. even I can't even say if there's a movie that I'm really like maybe Benchwarmers 2 but I haven't seen it so I'm just <laughs> just because they made a second one and I'm pretty sure he's like the top build guy and I'm like yeah. yeah no I'm not going to check that out. But like 
that that would be a perfect example. His his somewhat minor role in Rat Race. It's like I like watching oh, I love him. It. I, I love even in the Wedding role. Singer, like I love watching John Lovitz. Yep. He's, he's so he's such a fucking potato. It's just I like watching <laughs> him do things on screen. And and this Dude, is, he's a sack of potatoes. Oh, he is a sack of many russet potatoes. Um, but I, I just I I I think what like I said, what really killed this for me was the it was how much time if this would have been like an hour yeah, and 28 I mean, it minute can fucking Ernest p yeah. world movie i would have been like fucking yes i'm on <laughs> board for this P-World. that extra fucking like 22 minutes was just like holy shit what are we what are we doing again <laughs> like i don't know and again i agree i i also like this setup a lot i like that the That's basically true. the dude from up was wearing a badge and guarding a bank that was pretty fucking funny to me um, he was sleeping. He yeah. was sleeping harder. <laughs> and I love the fact that they literally brought over the entire diner's worth of people into the bank. Just that, yeah, that small bit, writing that choice whole was great. Scene, that's what I mean. Was that great. whole heist scene is just, yeah. Oh my gosh. That and, and would, yeah, they're not going to hurt them. Like no. vice versa. Not none of the people want to hurt anybody in the situation. So it's just goofy as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and too good of a town. I also like the fact that like it's the town, man. This it is a town. This uh this these uh actors, essentially the high the people carrying out the heist, the the three brothers, if you will, um, they were more heavily armed, I think, than anyone in thirty minutes or less ever was. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was a grenade in the trunk. They were borrowing that dude's car that had the fucking. Uh, there was a grenade in a fucking shot. Like, Dana Carver was carrying a sawed off shotgun yeah. with a pistol grip. Yeah. Like, that's maximum damage at short range. <laughs> like, <laughs> I do. I do really like that moment where they say there might be guns in the trunk and they don't know. And Nick Cage opens it and Dana Carver's like, oh my God, guns. Great. Oh. That was good. <laughs> How'd those get in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dumb shit. Dumb, there's a lot of dumb shit I noticed in this though that's very 90s like that because like everywhere Nick Cage goes he's smoking in this like yeah. inside the bank inside the diner like every I'm just like oh my gosh look at the, look at this time would have been a great time to be alive it's like Fargo up in this bitch smoking in the bank that's insane he's smoking in the bank yeah. he lights that shit up while fucking Dana Carvey stealing pens and candy canes mm-hmm Oh man, good it's, shit, dude. <laughs> it was good. Worth the Classic. watch, though. Or, yeah. Worth being forced through it at least one time by Joey, because yeah. I feel I didn't look up Leonard's review, but I feel like this is for sure a suffers from over length type of thing. But it's like, where would have been the five ten minutes that you trim it down to? You know, it just it just yeah. has that extra twenty minutes. That that's the the charm of the town. Yeah. <laughs> No, it, it, uh, I was, it too was, many bits, lots of separate bits, lots of separate lots bits. Of ch- well, then, chases in cars, chases in horse carriages. That's why I think, with the going back to your observation about like Dana Carvey and kind of your like elevator pitch of this, it's like, I think why Very specific bit, specific, specific film. bit the entire time. <laughs> I think for me, it's like why it's like I like something like Master Disguises. It's one bit, but it's essentially a bunch of small yeah, but, bits yeah, but he does put into get one to movie. Do a bunch of, yeah. I know, I know. That's, what that's it is. why we all, that's why we all like Master of Disguise if you're a 90s kid and yeah. you're fucking oh, 10, yeah. 10 years old or whatever when it came out. It's like, Every every little thing that he gets to do based off of like his his actual character mm-hmm. in that is just just a playground for an actor like Dana Carvey, mm-hmm. you know, where he does that like because obviously Garth 
Obviously, like who doesn't love Garth? That's a very specific bit that he does, like in multiple movies and sketches, what what have you? Mm-hmm. You know, that was like mm-hmm. his thing. That was his thing in SNL. Church Lady, dude, like yes. those were his things. Playing the drums, his thing. <laughs> but for for some all reason, all of those things were not in this movie, though. So it's then like a reach because. He's out of SNL. Maybe it didn't hit on all cylinders with the folks that uh, were going to see these movies in 94 while I was two years old, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, it can't it, it can't work for everybody. It's the it's great thing about indecisive opinions here. We no. value it. And so far, we still haven't said that I fucking hated a movie that someone made us do. I don't think I've absolutely hated anything yet that you guys have made me watch. No. <laughs> that no. makes you feel any better. No. <laughs> I mean, for between we all this... like similarly enough stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Well, we try like... to branch out for the for the folks for the fans. Yeah, and yeah, I all don't... twelve of you. What's up? I don't think I don't think any of us would really go to great lengths to torture the other people and make them watch something that you know is not in the wheelhouse. So yeah, like... right. You did mention like Hotel Rwanda the first day we were doing something, and I was like, dude, like every other Don Cheadle movie would be good. Of course not, Hotel Rwanda. Hey man, sad. Very thought provoking though. It's a terrible. Do you want to be sad and thought? Yeah, exactly. So is Schindler's List. You know, just sometimes. Oh. Just don't. Just don't want to jump down that. <laughs> I mean, I'm you guys sure want to watch Alpha Dog? You guys want to watch Alpha Dog real badly and just feel like a piece of shit at the end of the movie and just be sad? Absolutely not. Did exactly. I really mention Hotel Rwanda? I think you you mentioned that as like what not to recommend. And okay, I was, like, I was oh, gonna say I was just, like I don't think that I recommend. I don't it. think I recommended that we do that one. No, you specifically recommended we don't do it, and I was like, ah, but you said it now, and it's out in the world. <laughs> now we're gonna do it. Should have just said the Ocean's Eleven trilogy. Oh, Ooh. yeah. I don't know. No, no, no. We'll get it. We'll do Boogie Nights. It's okay. Nice. We'll find yeah. something. Uh, yeah, so that's a, I don't know. I think there's a lot of notes I wrote down for this just because there's a lot of like silly little things and jokes I like that happen in this. Uh, and this is about the time where I jump into those and name anything that we didn't get to. So, uh, gentlemen, feel free to add in if you had any. Okay. Any final thoughts? Like Richard Jenkins as a fed. Haven't seen that before. Who would have guessed new shoes in any for... Farley's or Ben Stiller movie or what? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That was a good one. Uh, uh, I I think you mentioned something about how or uh, Lou or Joey. One of you guys mentioned something about Nick Cage in the beginning, pretty much like setting up the whole movie or whatever. I do like when uh, when the guys are first like running from the cops or whatever, and uh. Nick Cage like presents that he's a cop, like throws Dana Carvey up against the wall and shit when he tackles mm-hmm. them in the garbage. Like Dana Carvey like does a really good bit of like how he falls. Like he goes into the wall yes. and like flips himself over. Did you see that yes. though? Yes. That was very comical. I just kept rewinding yeah. that moment. Like, how does he make himself <laughs> do that? And it was just like, eh, maybe Nick Cage really tossed him. I don't know. But um, but a little after that, even John Lovitz says something. To his character, like, you know, Bill, maybe you do something for someone else and it'll come back to you or whatever, how he's talking about karma. 
mm-hmm. even before that. Then John Lovitz mentions it, and that literally sets up like the entire premise of like I don't know, just I guess any of the brothers kind of uh, being changed men by the end of the film or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. How all, cool. all of them do eventually come around. Like John Lovitz does come around in the end when they're all in the Anderson's house and whatever. Uh, good, good setup for a silly script with a lot of weird shit in it. They do, they do still, uh, they do still get that. They get that in there. I did. Um, I, I did. <laughs> I, oh, here, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. I just I came across something that was funny. You go. No, I was going to say, that, so I was, I was trying to look up, um, I, I really like doing, I know the last couple episodes I've been finding like interviews and stuff with people and kind of like doing the, the verbatim quotes and shit. But I, yeah. I, I wasn't able to find much about this, but mm-hmm. I did find that like John Lovitz referred to like the filming of this movie as like, it was like trapped in like shitsville or something like i basically what i gathered from this is the actors weren't necessarily stoked to film this movie and i i I don't i I couldn't find a ton of information and i'm sure that there will be some people who listen to this are like well actually i can tell you it's like all right well please tell us like fucking message us but like something about the director and the like there wasn't a lot of like collaboration between like when it was filming individuals who were responsible for the artistic and creative direction of this were not necessarily always on site to shoot. So it left a lot to like, this is strictly, this is, this is how it's got to be based on how it's written versus like on the, on the fly fucking like, Hey, are you willing to workshop this a little bit? Let's feel out this scene. Does it have to be verbatim kind of shit? I don't know how accurate that is, but Aside from John Lovitz not being super psyched about <laughs> about the filming of this movie, there wasn't there wasn't much I could find on it um, in the time mm-hmm. that I took to look. But it it was very interesting because from the movie itself, I didn't necessarily gather that from like the actors. Like no one really appeared to be bummed out. You know, no, it didn't really show. Yeah, and, and maybe that was like the editing or whatever. But like. Everything seemed pretty cohesive, you know. Um, I'm yeah. wondering how many times Nicolas Cage was actually flipping out because, you know, he was sick of listening to Dana Carvey's fake Long Island accent, ask for fucking yeah. ring dings or whatever, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm just wondering. Let's so, get some ring dings and milk. Chocolate, and then we can watch chocolate the milk or whatever. Show. Mm. What are you two? Yeah. But yeah, yeah so that. th- that's that's all I was able to really get as far as like trying to research a little bit more into what like either the actors or directors were saying, well, you know, kind of the, nah, thoughts I mean, the it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't surprise me too much though. Cause that's what I was getting at with the whole, you think Nick Cage was the first guy thought of this. Cause the other two roles seem very specific. And I know those guys are like improvisers coming mm. from a, whatever sketch comedy background and stuff. Like maybe they had, you know, more an idea of, okay, these are the two supporting guys. Like, these roles are written for them so that it was easy for them to fall into it and for the other people, it was just uh, whatever. And then that makes fucking John Lovitz look like an asshole, like his characters, eh? You know, something like that. I don't know. That sucks. Bummer. Bummer that everyone was bummed. Well, I'm I'm wondering if it was everybody or if it was just John Lovitz, but th- that was kind of, like I said, that was the... Uh, one of the focal points of like that article uh, that I was mm. I was checking out where it was like I think it was an alternative press article or uh, cinema cinema freak or something um, 
but it yeah. was it, it was screen rant etc yeah one of it was one of those types of like the film that could have been more yeah something something along those lines but um yeah just like was kind of positing the the fact that like these actors weren't super psyched about doing this the main the main build actors which i don't know that it's uh it's always a bummer when i hear stuff like that because you would like to think when people are being paid millions of dollars to to act on screen it's something yeah. that they want they to be doing you know like yeah. That's what you want. I don't know. I wonder if there was like a really bad like promotion campaign or whatever, you know, for this. Cause it just seemed like it just not a lot of people have even like when I was checking on like letterboxd or something, there was not any of those big, uh, big numbers I think coming Tomatoes up is like and it's, it's a very long now. time ago. I, oh really? I think, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this was like not even any like there might have been a star review that had just about a thousand. Let me just click on it. Three stars, twelve hundred. That's that's not a lot. And then everything else is like way smaller than that, like in the hundreds or something. Like people did not people did not know about this movie. Just like you, Lou. Just like me, I was the yeah. I was the. Somehow one, Joey one did. out of the three, the the sample audience that did not know. Yeah, that. and and when I saw it, it was probably like two thousand four or five. So, also a good chunk after it's been out. But uh, yeah. hey, oh well, you know, you sometimes you look stuff up, you figure it out. Eh? Very specific bits. Hmm. Who knows? Specific. Very specific bits. That is true. I didn't. I didn't really have too many uh, specific things that I found, but uh, there was kind of something like what you were saying, Lou, actually, just on IMDb. I'll, I'll read it verbatim. According to John Lovitz, director George Gallo did not actually direct much and told the cast to do whatever they wanted. According to Lovitz, Nicolas Cage actually directed some of the film because Gallo refused to give direction. John Lovitz claimed that the cast hated making the movie so much, they took to calling it, quote, trapped in bullshit. Ba-boom. Okay, there it is. Oh, man. There it is. Well, shit. There it is for you. That thing. On the, quote, trivia whatever section in IMDb, everybody. But also, there's more. Like how Dana Carvey loosely based his character speaking style on a young Mickey Rourke. Totally <sighs> knew that. Loosely. <laughs> there was a second film written by George Gallo that John Ashton appeared in. It was Midnight Run. What? There's like the two connections, I guess, but it still felt like that kind of... Mm. Pardon me. Movie. To me, with all the people chasing each other around and whatnot, mm. skadoodly bop. Right, where's this, like, one other one? Uh, oh, the town in Trapped in Paradise had to appear virtually buried in snow, so the characters were trapped and couldn't leave. No shit. Thanks for letting me know. The filmmakers supplemented real snow with 75,000 pounds of custom-made biodegradable potato flakes from Idaho, which is why John Lovitz looks like a potato. Ladies and gentlemen, he was covered in potatoes <laughs> the entire time. 
Lou's been on a diet. He hasn't been he eating potato chips. Potato. He was literally looking at him like he was like a turkey and was salivating over it. He wanted to eat John Lovitz's potato face. Num 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 style from Idaho. From Idaho, you would. I've heard of stuff like that for special effects, and then it just smells after the shoot. That's gross. Like potato. It's <laughs> really gross. Uh-huh. Potatoes are cool. Just just a bunch of like French fry shavings before they're dunked in uh, fucking oil or whatever. Basically, I'm picturing like sawdust, yeah. but it's potatoes. Picturing sawdust, but it's yeah, right. So yeah, I guess it smells like potatoes for. Some if it gets reason. in your face, though, that's that's better. Like I wouldn't want any fucking sawdust. You ever get sawdust in your face? It sucks. Yeah, fresh. It's true. It's, I yeah, it'll probably taste about the same though. Like raw wet potatoes are kind of very fibrous. Yeah, <laughs> you know, not into not into the fibrous. Not that's for me. A, no a root. I'm good, thanks. Uh, that's, that's really about everything that's on here. Like we were saying, little, little known film, even though there's a lot of recognizable faces yeah, in it, not a lot, sure. not a lot, not a lot to find about this, but if we've all gotten our fucking, uh, super charm out of us, we can jump into the, some games. Y'all, y'all ready to let's, go? Let's get Baby. into the games. Games. I think we got everything else down. We, I recommend the film, <laughs> at least. I'll I will just give it. people. I'll give people my Dana Carvey elevator space uh, pitch, so I know that it won't be like me telling Lou to watch Little Nicky because of how funny I think it is, and then, uh, and then Lou comes out of that, you know. <laughs> and I bury Mike in his backyard. <laughs> in a way, <laughs> he came out of it feeling a type of way. Go on with the boar, Phil, I will. So I think something funny that would be a play on something we usually do. And even if it doesn't work, I've got a backup or something. But I think doing the weird algorithm would be funny if you guys tried guessing not who's first, but who's the second most popular? I like that. And we go, and we go, for, and we go from there because I'm pretty sure the number one spot is guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> but there's so many other people in this that even if you don't know, just try say, describing the character or something. Before we get into and I'll this, get, bef- and I'll give it to you because because Lou won last time. <laughs> I remember. That is correct. Before we get into this, Joey, I I I have an idea of how you're going to answer this. But um, would you recommend this movie, and uh, why would you recommend this movie? Oh, ooh, oh man, that's a loaded question. Right oh, it's there, not man. a loaded question. <laughs> so easy, Joey. You can do it. You got it. Well, yeah, I do. I do. I definitely recommend this movie, and the reason why is. It, you just want to sit there. It's got a lot of scenes where you can just sit there and laugh. Like, between John Lovett's, like, fucking just scheming, and you got Dana Carvey doing his weird shit, trying to put everything in his damn pocket, and then you got <laughs> Nicholas Cage trying to, like, break the two up, just try to keep them straight so they don't steal shit and, like, blow everything. I don't know. Yeah, I, I recommend this movie, man. I love this thing. I, I love it. Yeah, Lou, aren't you going to ask us when we're going to get hitched? 
Aha. Not a, we're not even attracted we're not to attracted each other. To each other. <laughs> so great. That felt New York. That felt like New York. That was, yeah, right that was very, very New York. <laughs> New York. So you recommend New York, Joey? All right. I recommend New York. New York's all right. Is this a quintessential Christmas yeah, classic like to you and your family? A, a quintessential, quintessential Christmas, Christmas classic. Yeah. Quintessential I mean, Christmas classic. What's so hard about that, dude? Come on. Quintessential, quintessential Christmas, Christmas classic. classic. See? That's our vocalist, ladies and gentlemen. We watch it every year. Christmas. Boom. Yeah, we watch it every year. Exactly. It's classic to some people. Eh. All right, we did that. We did that. We good. We 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 gaming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, I wanted to ask him because he had selected the movie, so I want to kind of hear his final, final little thoughts. But yeah, let's get into exactly. This, let's get into this not so weird algorithms, dude. Not so weird. Uh, well, Lou, I don't know who do you think after Nicolas Cage, basically number two. Uh, the current popular person. The current number two um, out of these slew of people that if you want me to read any names or figure out who people are, I'll let you guys know. Obviously, we're nice and chill here when it comes to gaming. <laughs> so, so I will go my number two as I always mispronounce her name, but it's like Machada Mamic yeah. or something. Um, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. But you know who I'm talking sure. about. Yeah. Okay. Well, she's got a new. She's got a new out. Yes. Like we do. Yes. Over an A. Yes. Over an A. Oh. So, wow. Ma- oh. Magic Amic or something. Um. Yeah. Th- Imagine. Yeah. Amic. Amic. Correct. I don't. Th- so that's close. that is going to be my guess, and and the reason for Sarah that, Collins. The reason <laughs> the reason for that is because I believe uh, she has been more in I guess the main spotlight just because she's involved with Riverdale, and I know that that's getting either oh un- like she so and, and really? as well as Twin Peaks to return. So like yeah, I was just assuming Twin Peaks would have been a good one because she's kind of the only like living lady left in this movie so yeah i'm uh, i'm I'm gonna choose i'm gonna choose <laughs> her for that reason she's been in the spotlight i think more recently than some of the others that's a good one to scrapple on up there i wonder what joey will pick Dude, I, i'm i'm thinking john lovitz for some reason for some reason eh? for some reason eh? yeah I don't know. I mean, there's, yeah, there's a lot of, there's, I, I just feel like he's still a lot of other options of people that like aren't really as active, I guess. Yeah. I don't know how to, I don't know how else to put it. Like, yeah, I don't know. There, I mean, it's, yeah. This is for number two, right? This is for number He's two, prob- right? Yeah, number yeah. two. Okay. Well, yeah, because Nick Cage is like guaranteed Obvious. to be number yeah. one. I don't I don't need to look this up to know that. That's <laughs> what I was saying before. Like he's beyond everyone in this movie, even in ninety-four. Like he's just correct leading leading man actor guy, you know, he's a movie star. Mm-hmm. John Lovitz is a comedian. Dana Carvey is a comedian, and they happen to be in movies. I wouldn't quite call them movie stars though. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. You need to have a career of a, a string of hits to be called a movie star, thus having to call this a classic. It has to have those requirements. Lou said, you know, same thing, same thing. That's all I'm getting at. <laughs> uh, you know well, what? I... What, don't I get to play? 
Jeez. Well, yeah. What's your pick? Oh, jeez. I don't know. There, well, Come there's. Come on, pick. Dude, Richard Jenkins. Richard Jenkins. Yeah, that's Ca- a good pick. Cabin in the Woods and Step Brothers. He's yeah. pretty. He's that's pretty um relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Burn after reading. I would agree with that. Burn after reading. All right. Hey, who do you got? Who do you guys think? What do you guys think the top three is? You know, um, if you get if you guys really do around the same page as me, like thinking Nick Cage is going to be number one. Well, of course, that's a that's definitely a given. Yeah, and probably Madchen, whatever fucking name is from Twin Peaks. I would say she's definitely in the top three. And I, who else? Who else you think possibly? I would say Richard. I'm not gonna like not say my picks in the top three, but probably John Lovitz. (laughs) You don't have to dissect the reasoning for your picks. I was just saying (laughs) realistically because I I don't know this. Well, I mean, it could definitely. We can't always do this too. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. You're right. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That is top three. Yeah, you're totally wrong, and you lost because Richard Jenkins is the third, and Matt Chinemick is the second. Hey. So, Oops, Joey shit. comes at the bottom of the list today, but Nicolas Cage, number one, big obs. John Lovitz, number four. He just got boned. Dana Carvey. Not anybody else. A lot of these other people that have passed away, they don't have the... I don't get it. I don't get it. Anywho, Blue. Hell yeah. Way to, way, to, way to go. This means you get to go first in another game. Hey. Log all your devices off, gentlemen, because we're doing something we haven't done before, and it's called oh. Last Man Stanton, which is oh, Last shit. Man Standing, which is Stanton as in Harry Dean Stanton, because the game is basically now called Last Person Standing to be... Uh, nice and all-encompassing, but as if Harry Dean Stanton was the actor of choice, we all go back and forth naming as many Harry Dean Stanton movies as we can until you you bitch out, until you say that's it. I can't think of any. Okay. Have you ever heard of such a game? I have Ever not. so possible? No. I have an idea so of who's going to win now. So basically how it works. <laughs> what do you mean? Come on. Dude, we're not do we're not doing Harry Dean Stanton. Oh, we aren't. No. Oh, we're doing shit. Nick Cage. Oh, okay. Cuz dude, I had I had some I had some really good Harry Dean Stanton ones that I was like, fuck, I got I'm saving these. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah, I bet. And and I got my Nick Cage ones that I'll save so that you guys can fucking <laughs> have a good back and forth and I'll just I'll do what Doug does and I'll just pretend that I'm here and play along but it doesn't really matter it's a it's a yeah just for everybody everybody listening Joey and I are not going to win this game we're just okay this is this, this, yes, this is the are. disclaimer this is the disclaimer yes, at the top whole, of it that's the whole point is that one of you and inevitably wins and I just get to outlast you all you know outlasting you doesn't make me the winner that's what I'm saying okay all right. All right. This is fun. This all is fun. Right. You're all gonna have fun. Oh, I do have Here to we write, go. I do have to write these down though. All right. So the thing is, I'm gonna try giving you guys like a 10, 15 second window, which probably won't matter at first. Just give it a few seconds between each person so that I can just write down. Write them down. 
Yeah, yeah. so that I can keep track. And if you guess one that we already said, you know, and you're kind of rumbling as it goes on, I'll I'll give you I'll be more lenient about it. But I feel like you guys can rattle off a bunch sure. to start. So, Lou, you you I mean you won, so it doesn't really do much, but it means you get to go first, and uh, and then Joey, and then I'll go after nice. Joey, and then just circle back to Lou. Okay. So. Whenever you're ready, Lou, All you right. want to start us off with I'm... a film, Nick Cage, just any any film he's acted in. That's how this game works. Okay. Uh, Mandy. Nice. Good one. Uh, I'm going go to go with my favorite movie that he's in, Raising Arizona. That's a good one. Way to get two different spectrums or two different ends of the modern day cage and the, and the early cage. Yeah. And, uh, I'll I'll tag along towards Joey's end and name one of the earliest ones I remember him in, which is Peggy Sue Got Married. Nice. Which uh, has the young Jim Carrey in it, one of his first films, supporting role. Back to you, Lou. Ah, uh, Matchstick Man. Ah, uh, dude. Rewatched it recently. Still holds up. That's all I gotta say. It's a good one. Sam Rockwell, baby, and Allison Lohman. But Joey, your turn. Um, primal. Dude, that's a new, another new-ish. Yeah. Pretty new. I, it came out. It was like 2018. Like right? last year, right? Yeah, 2018 or 2019. It's one of those I, I haven't seen it yet. Honestly, not gonna lie. One new one that I have seen from him though, Willie's Wonderland. Oh okay. yeah. Keeping it new. <laughs> But Lou, you can do whatever you want to do. <laughs> sure. Um, I'll do face off. Oh, dude. Watch that recently. Still holds up. Just say it. Deja vu, anybody? Wow. <laughs> We're gonna take his nope, face that's not, off. That, that's not a movie he's <laughs> That's the trailer. That's the trailer. Yeah. Joey, what do you what do you think after? Uh, can't top can't top face off. I know. <laughs> Oh, you can. Superhero. Speaking of Jim Carrey. All right. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm going to go in another direction, but it's kind of similar by speaking of superheroes into the Spider-Verse. Ooh, nice. Phenomenal, phenomenal film with the good Noir Spider-Man as Nick Cage. Who else could have done it better? Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. This is true. This is Bring it on, true. Lou. Uh, Con Air. Ooh, you know nice. what? I didn't watch it recently, but I know it still holds up. Definitely it's the best, still holds so up. So it doesn't doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Definitely still, still holds, holds up. up. Joey, what you got? Uh, Drive Angry. <laughs> Dude, is that is that a Nick Cage movie? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I you just, don't remember I, that one. That was think... that one that came out like 2007 or some shit. It was a that one was not a great movie. <laughs> Have you ever heard of this, Lou? Uh no. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna say next. I'm just I'm I'm just I'm doing a th- I'm doing a thing. It was a bit. There's a Nick Cage movie called ne- called Next. Okay. That was my that was my that was my guess. Oh shit. Yep, that was the that was the bit because I thought Joey wouldn't know about it. And I have no idea what movie he just said, but I'm I'm taking his word for it. 
Oh. Dude, it's a real one. I promise you. Lou, you get to go after me saying that. Yeah, you know, it's Nick Cage. They don't have to be. I'll go with yeah. uh, I'll go with Ghost Rider. Dude. Ooh. All right, Joey. Um. National Treasure. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. Do I have to say Ghost Rider 2, Spirit of Vengeance, or sure. is, 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 is I believe that is the full title? Uh, I should have left that for you guys. You guys would have botched that full title. All right, whatever. Fuck it. Never mind. Lose turn. I already said it. Damn it. Uh, oh, I'm leaving the other one out there, though. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's all right. Um, I'm going to go with The Weatherman. Oh, shit. Okay. I think my dad watched that recently, actually. He's talking I'm, to me about it. I haven't it. seen it in a minute, but so I yeah, can't me say neither. if it still holds up. But exactly, I like doing that with your picks, just because you had a string of those that I was like, "Fuck," <laughs> lose name in all the recent Nick Cage movies I watched. But Joey, um, you're still on the call. The Rock. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> That the Dwayne The Rock up. Johnson movie. I think that's the last one I can think. <laughs> Dude, it's coming. It's gonna come back around to you though, because I am going oh, I to say The Family Man. And I am gonna say The Wicker Man. Ah, son of a bitch! He's getting all the men out of here. There's so many man movies. What the fuck? Yeah, he does have a few man movies. <laughs> he does. What a guy. What a gay. He's got men, matchstick men. It's multiple, but man D. What? Yeah. The weatherman. Yeah, we set up. Um, Come on, Joey. We just did the weatherman, the rock, the family man, the wicker man. We just we nailed it. Go, Joey. Go, Joey. I'm trying to. I'm it. thinking. I'm thinking. Um. <laughs> holy shit! I gotta go look at my movies. I'll be right back. No. Hey, you. You. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You gonna um, lose right now? Uh, gone in sixty seconds. Nice. Hey, there you go. Nice. That counts. All right, is it my turn? Dude, yeah. no one said it. I believe first roll ever. Fast times at Ridgemont High. Oh, fuck. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Cla That's a good one. Classic, dude. That's a good Classic. one. Classic. Damn. Hope you had a hell of a piss, Arnold. <laughs> Love me some Jadrine Old. I'm going to go with uh, Pig. Oh, dude. Haven't, haven't, it's on the list. Haven't seen it yet. That might be the newest, um, the newest of the new. What you got, Josefatina, Anastique? You said Willy's Wonderland, right? Yes. Yeah, I said that one. Fuck. I haven't even really needed to like look at this list. We've been, we've been pretty good. Um. We have named a lot though, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I literally, I think. Um, uh. Reach into the bank, man. Into the back of your Nick Cage-filled head. <clears throat> oh, come on. <sighs> I don't, I, I don't, Sounds I don't know. like he's taking was, his was shit. Was he in any more movies? <laughs> yes. Of course, dude. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I can't think of any more. That's Fuck. right. That's right. Tapping out. Yeah. <laughs> Joey... I want to let you stay in for at least one more round by telling you that the movie we're covering today uh, 
that that can be said in this game. Oh man, I did I I wasn't gonna say the movie Come was no, but still that makes sense, right? Joey. All right, all right, my my last one's gonna be trapped in paradise. <laughs> Don't say it's your last one, motherfucker. This is a bidding game, all right? It's coming back around. It is it is it is Lou's turn now. Wait, did you go, Mike? No. Wait, what? If it's Joey Mike, tapped out, turn. if Joey tapped out, oh, you deep. tapped out. Oh, dude, I was. Uh, oh, you know what? I wasn't even wasn't even paying attention. I thought that I said that I was gonna do <laughs> National Treasures Two: Book of Secrets. Oh, oh. Um, okay. Um, I'm gonna do color, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, color out of space. You know what? I haven't seen that one yet either. It's a good one. But I should. Hey, Joey. What? <laughs> you, you think um, you, you think you <laughs> you think you got any other? No, make it, make, <laughs> I don't it. think I have any other ones. You're officially tapping out this time. My my brain is officially fried. That's the sound you're tapping. What about? All right, so then it still goes to me. Which means I have to say adaption. Oh, dude, that was one hundred percent my next one. All right, give me give me one moment to try and fucking pull something else out, cause that dude, yeah, you can. My, that was my like holdout one. Dude, um, there's some there's some up the ass somewhere. Yeah, they there definitely is. Um. Oh shit. Uh. Can we can we name a movie that's like being filmed currently? <laughs> No, <laughs> it's been announced. That. The project's been announced. <laughs> no, right. you can talk about that afterwards, and you can promote him. Like no, 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 I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> no, these have to have been released. Pig is probably one of the most recent ones that counts. Right, as far as I know. Um, Come on, doesn't doesn't Drive Angry have a sequel that you know about or something? Yeah. Or was that the sequel of the Ryan Gosling drive? Is that what I'm not yeah. getting? Yeah, that's that. That's what that one is. Um, dude, I I can't I can't think of anything else right now. I can picture. Dude, just think of it. Snap out of it. You can get one. <laughs> what other movies is he in? There's some quintessential classics that I can. I mean, I'm just joking with the quintessential classic things, but like, there's some other, there's a few other like big, big ones that I can think of on the table, but I can, I can run through his fucking IMDb if we, if, if, cause, cause Lou basically, Lou basically already won. I just like, I just like doing this, you know, well, he's, he's do, the winner. Do you, what other ones do you have on your mind right now without looking at the internet? Well, that's what I mean though. Like, are, are, have you tapped out? Cause I'm not, you tap out so that you can still win technically. <laughs> I guess technically I would still be the winner. I'm trying to think of yeah, like some of those, exactly. those like no name kind of films that he did that you'll see on fucking like Hulu for streaming. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is this movie? I know he's got a few of those probably, but, but that's why I was like, I, there's some big ones like adaption was what I thought was a big one, but like. Didn't he the do the one he won won the Oscar for? Leaving he do Las Vegas. Fucking not Vampire in Brooklyn, but like Vampire's Kiss. Vampire's Kiss. Uh was he in Thousand Miles of Graceland? No, that's Kurt Russell, I believe. Kurt Russell and David Arquette. Yeah. I thought for some reason he was in a movie where he did like the whole Elvis thing as well. 
How about Moonstruck? Oh, and Bruce Willis had hair. That's right. Moonstruck when Bruce Willis had hair. I just watched Die Hard. What are you talking about? That's, that one Die Hard. That's thin. That, it's thin. That second Die Hard. That that Die Hard with a Vengeance. It, it it's going places, and then that Live Free or Die Hard. Gone. Gone. It's gone. No more. <laughs> yeah. Hair. Um. Shit, I don't even remember what I just said because I didn't write them all down. But um, yeah, no, there's I don't know. I was like, hey, th- this is finally a game where this might work because we all kind of know a shit ton of Nick Cage movies. <laughs> that like was most, shit, though. It's like the most fun game to play. Yeah, you still enjoy that one, right? Yeah, that was good. yeah. That was good. Um, yeah, we can fucking. I mean, everyone, everyone who's at home that's like yelling Valley Girl or something, you know, they'll they'll come and get us because we forgot his 80s movies, but we got some of Love them. It. All in all, we did it for Trapped in Paradise because yeah, motherfucker. Joey, Joey said shit. So and and uh, we will be back with another Christmas episode. I Hell believe. Yeah. Hell yeah. As long as, as long as these guys don't bail bells, on me. Baby. Sheesh. Jingle your jingle your bells. Jingle my bells, Mike. Jingle is my bells. What, is, is that the movie you think I chose for us to do? We will no. be we will be watching uh the Ice Harvest, uh Harold Ramis film. Oh uh, my god. No, I'm just kidding. We're no, not we're not gonna be watching that but one. But Harold Ramis's buddy. <laughs> Mike, why don't you Mike, why don't you tell us? Do you do you want to tell him what this next film is? Because you might as well. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna outro this because we played our games. We said all we had to say about the scrapple of Trapped in Paradise. The scrapple over Trapped in Paradise. I don't know how to put that. I don't know how to do that. So jump into the theme of our month, which is also, you know, happy anniversary to us, because this is a year of indecisive opinions back in Christmas of 2020, Joey gifted Lewis with the Rocky Horror Picture Show 45-year anniversary edition Blu-ray or some shit. It was the 65th anniversary of Rocky <laughs> It was, okay, the, 80, the 87th anniversary of Rocky Horror is what Lou got, and that kicked us off here. Yes. Because Lou's never seen that movie, and here we are back at a movie that Lou never, never seen, seen before, <laughs> but is a little more reasonable. He probably never heard about it growing up and no. purposely avoided it like Rocky Horror. <laughs> it's just a random Nick Cage movie, too, of all things. Like, he's in a million things. Of course, Nick Cage was in this fucking movie. But, mm-hmm. um, but we enjoyed it, and so now we're going to jump onto a movie shit ton of people have seen. Christmas classic, which abides by the theme, as I was saying, which takes place on christmas or christmas eve and involves the true meaning of christmas i'm going for the classic retelling of a christmas carol and or mr magoo's christmas and or scrooge this one is the bill mary classic scrooge because because it's like it's like screwed but Scrooge, you guys, you get it? Is this yeah. movie? Uh, the people <laughs> when the, when they thought of this one, they were like, "This movie is not going to be a hit." But hey, maybe we can get that guy from Ghostbusters to be in it or something, you know? <laughs> Precisely. And and that's what happened. So that'll be fun. I got a lot. I got a lot of fun memories of Scrooge over the years, and uh, it's a good 
classic. I think I can say that one's a classic, you right, can. Lou? You, you definitely can. <laughs> I would agree with you on that one. I would agree with you on that one. I, I, that was a fucking classic. I just, you know, I wanted Man, to... Man, what you guys mean? Hey, <laughs> I love this movie, too. I love Trapped in Paradise, though. It was just another, like, you know, kind of similar thing to other... Whatever we were saying, like, the Ice Harvest has a heist in it, so mm-hmm. we didn't want to do the same thing. I was thinking yeah. of the, the night before, but the night before is just another three guys kind of doing a 24-hour tale, you know? But next Christmas, I will bring up the night before because... It's a great movie that I did recently rewatch and just uh, Seth Rogen in anything. How have we not done something Seth Rogen's been in yet? You know, oh, we should. We want to do the whole universe. Exactly. That's why. Dude, that's a good point. We want to encapsulate all of Clark County and that includes fucking like get him to the Greek and shit and it'll happen, but you're getting scrooged for now. You fucking curmudgeons. You hear me out there? Give people gifts. All right. Sing about the turkey and the and the and the feast of the, the, of, the of the seven fishes and all that. You logs, you log in to your own profiles. <laughs> all right, hey. Hallelujah, Merry Christmas from happy, your from your happy, favorite band, Looking Class. Hope everyone enjoyed their Hanukkah, which is probably over by now. Mm-hmm. But Kwanzaa's around the corner, and and Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. See you soon. <laughs>